Radio Show. Oh, oh. <laughs> It is Wednesday afternoon. Welcome along to Edge Afternoon. Sharon, you went running today, I saw. I did. I'm trying. Well, because, uh, what's his name? Dom. I was going to call him Jom, and I was like, that's not it. Dom, Dom from The Breakfast Show. He's is only doing, been here a couple of years at Edge. <laughs> he's doing five uh, marathons in five days, and I want to be able to run part of it. So I'm trying to run between five and ten K. So I'm training to be able to run a little bit of this marathon with him. And, I did 4K today, guys. I do not think I'm going to make it. Hey, well, John will appreciate your <laughs> John will. But I wait. know John, like I know John. He'll appreciate that. I had an absolute mind blank for a second there. But yeah, no, it was very sore. Running is hard, though, isn't it? It's bo- and it gets boring at a certain stage. Yeah, that was the thing. When I got to about 3Ks, my brain was like, boring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Hey, so well, there's... There's some running chat to start the show <laughs> for your running enthusiasts. Uh, it is a big show today, despite the running chat about John. Uh, <laughs> after four o'clock, we've got Bay Dreams tickets to give away. Everyone wants these, and tomorrow there's going to be a huge announcement. Who's going to be taking part in Bay Dreams? One of the biggest superstars on the bloody planet's coming. I reckon it's Nicki Minaj. Mm, maybe it is. I reckon it's Beyonce. Maybe it is. No, because I know you know, and you won't tell me. Let me just say, same arena of bigness. This person is just as big as both those people. Oh, really? Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Massive, massive star. Uh, But next, I want to talk about something that makes me go, and I think when I say it. No, no, it's like a. Oh, make it sound (laughs) grossy. You made it sound like you liked it. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Oh, at Hundred The Edge, uh, I want you to call up and, and tell us the things that make you go, ugh. Like, what is the thing that kind of just makes your skin crawl? From? Well, a lot of stuff for you. I mean, you're yeah. a germaphobe, Ben, with a uh, highly publicised germaphobe. <laughs> well, thanks to you guys. One of the most prominent germaphobes we have in this country. I, I don't know if I'm as bad as you guys make out, but there is one thing that really makes me go, ugh. And it happened in the holidays um, when I was overseas. Like, when you're in a pool, like a public pool, mm. and you see like a Band-Aid floating, unattached to anything. <laughs> unattached to a person. But I like it when, you know, like the little padding bit on a, on a Band-Aid, if it's just got a little bit of a blood mark there. It's, it's just like, like, you know that. Looks oh. a little weepy. So there's obviously the Band-Aid, but there's also what the Band-Aid was on in the pool area as well, and that just makes me go, Ugh. I just love his hands at the moment. He's like waving his hands around. <laughs> Always my sanitizer. Very guys. deliberate Whereas, gestures. But there's something for everyone that yeah. makes you kind of go, Ugh. One it's, of those ended up on top of my head. When I was a teenager, we were swimming, that's right, in the Pamua public pools. Love them. Yeah. But I was swimming and I came up and my friend was like, what's that on your head? And I peeled off and it was a used plaster. Well, it's not the pool's fault. You know, and you know, in the person's defence, they are doing the right thing by covering up. But. Yeah, statistically, if you go for a swimmer, a plaster is going to de- detach itself from your skin. It's so, so disgusting. I've uh, seen one of those and it literally had washed up on the side. You know how some pools have the drain <laughs> on the side? And you could see where pus and blood had been on it. Oh, and I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, nothing quite like a ball of hair in a public pool as well. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh, when oh, you all have to... I remember once uh, being in a pool when I used to live down in Wellington and some kid had done a poo and they were like, on the whistle, everybody on the sides. And then this guy comes in with a net. This is before they had the special draining system. <laughs> Scoops up the poo and then he's like, everyone back in. Oh, back in straight away. There wasn't like a... Nah. Nothing. Everyone's like, back in. Well, We've got your, it. I was like, it. I am not getting back in. I am getting my K-bar and I'm getting the heck out of here. <laughs> Puts his hand in the chlorine bucket, sprinkles it like salt. Back in, guys. Back safe in, and guys. sound. It was awful. The other thing that makes me go, ugh, seeing me with no clothes on. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Then, no, I shame look, yourself. No, I body shaming myself. I'm not, I'm not, you know, hey, I, 
I'm one of those people that's not a good naked looking person. You know, I look at myself, I'm like, geez, I'm not a good naked looking person. <laughs> You're a lights off guy. Yeah, Ben, you'd be a good naked looking person. No, no. Yeah, what do you want me? <laughs> you'd be fully tanned, fully shaved. I reckon Ben's full shaved. <laughs> I mean, a very smooth oh, body. Oh, you're definitely a BC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah. A BC yeah. is Play your cards, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what's the, what's the thing that make you, makes you go... Chalkboards. Oh, you're one of those. As soon as I think about chalkboard, I feel like my tongue gets really like... I'm with you on Powdery. that. Yeah. I don't want one. Bryce wants to put a chalkboard in uh, our son's room so that he can, like, he can get a whiteboard. So it's even just writing on the chalkboard, not oh, even I just, just the fingers it. down there. I'm like that with peach skin. Yeah, peach Ugh. skin for you, eh? Yeah, I can't. Ooh, oh, Jesus, if I, if I bite into a peach. I've got goosebumps now. Really? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> don't talk to me about them. Millions <laughs> of peaches. Peaches <laughs> oh, it's the furriness. Yeah. They're a bit furry around that, yeah. Oh, don't, 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 don't talk about it. I've got so many immature jokes right now. Oh eight hundred. The edge text to three three four three. What's the thing that makes you go? Uh. Uh, or any? What is it, babe? Uh, fingernails and toenails. Fingernails oh. and toenails. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, when they get long, or like when they bend backwards. You know, when you've had a shower and they get really uh, soft. Yeah. And they backwards when you scratch your skin or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, thank you, Eddie. That's okay. really gross. Olivia, what oh, is it? Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, I was oh. what, like watching, you know, when you read the Guinness World Records book and oh. there's that crazy lady in India with those fingernails that just keep curling <laughs> round and round and round. So gross. Olivia, what is it for you? What's the thing that makes you go, Bleh? I can't stand belly buttons. Belly buttons? Touch them, anything to do with belly buttons. And how is it that lint in belly buttons is always blue? It's always blue. It's never another colour. It's always blue. Are you running an innie or an outie? <laughs> I have an innie. So have you got any preference? Like, is there one that you dislike more? Outies. You're not yeah, a fan of the Aussies? Yeah, they're a bit, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, little yeah, bit weirder. A little alien-like, aren't right. they? We, we know a girl who likes napkins, right? She hates napkins. She just can't. She's like... Ugh. But no, no, cheap napkins. Yeah. So she can, like, uh, serviettes. So yeah. she can. She actually gets physically scared and can't be near, like, Burger King napkins <laughs> yeah. or McDonald's napkins. Like Uber Eats, she's like, don't you put napkins in there. That's her request. That is so weird. <laughs> that must be horrible when she wants to get a kebab on the way home. <laughs> on a big night out. Tash, what's the thing that makes you go, ugh? People that hoik in public. Oh, yes! Oh, yeah. You know, and just snort it up and then spit on the side of the footpath. Oh, God, stop talking about On the weekend. <laughs> stop talking about it. On the weekend, I was uh, just sitting down at, having, at the cafe and there was a lady next to me the whole time going... Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it didn't stop. I was like, oh, maybe like after three, she would have got a hairball or something. Yeah, but she, yeah, like, I was there. I was there for 20 minutes the whole time. <laughs> sure, she wasn't choking or something. <laughs> no, she was fine. I kept looking over at her. I sat next to an uh, old radio announcer uh, that used to do that on an airplane. The whole whole t- way down there was awful. I don't understand. <laughs> it was like, surely you've got what you need to just spit it out. Rachel, welcome to the show. What is the thing that makes you go, ugh? Oh, it's got to be the festival toilets. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't know what you're sitting on in there. Much, that's why you have to get high to go in them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think that's the problem. They've had laxatives or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> People, yeah, or you just like sit on the toilet seat and then when you get up, you're all of a sudden you're like, Woo! Oh, yeah, what? a warm toilet You don't toilet know what seat. you've just sat in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a warm <laughs> toilet seat in a mall. There is no way that you're walking in there with a sober, clear head. Oh, no. You don't sit. You don't sit. And finally, Savannah, what is it for you? What's the thing that makes you go, ugh? Um, all the other things are fantastic, but mine's flour. I absolutely hate the feeling of flour. I can't stand it. Oh. Like baking flour? Yeah. 
Yeah, like flour. I love baking, but I won't touch the flour. Well, that's wow, a really that's uh, sort of a collateral damage there when you're baking. <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you avoid it? Oh, I just I just try not to touch it. Like if I get anything on me, I have to wash it straight off. And I, yeah, I just I hate the feeling of flour. It's so gross. Wow, that's crazy. Well, there you go. There's a lot of things that make people go. Uh, next on the show, that was they... fun, Ben. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Well done, Ben. Well done, Ben. Well done to the show. Ben brought a topic to the radio and it went Yay. okay. Yeah, well, let's get Ben around of applause. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good stuff, Ben. I'm glad my topic didn't make you go. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. You know, I once spent three hours making an I heart little mix sign for my daughter. And oh you, went along, you, you took it along to the show, didn't you? <laughs> I did. It was glitter on it, everything. It stayed within the lines. Man, you would have looked creepy. Job. Just and this you, guy <laughs> jumping up the front of this glittery sign. <laughs> wasn't me. No, no just, just this a full-grown man surrounded by teenagers holding a I Heart Little Mix sign. Well, I didn't hold it. I'm like, I made it. But no, I did you hold the sign of the class? I may have held it when Sienna's arms got tired, but, you know. Yeah, I, did I mean, if you want to put signs like that up to scantily clad girls, on the stage. <laughs> no, I mean, if that's no, your cup of no. tea. All right, talk about the worst day at work. That was not an appropriate concert for you to go this to. This is turning into my worst day at work. But <laughs> I would have a dinner on the imagine, weekend. Imagine all the little oh. mix da- singers are going like, Who's the, the creeping road tree? Yeah. He's like, just a touch of my love. And Ben's like, me, me, You see me. him? He's holding, oh, God, he's got a sign. He's got a sign. He's Security. Like, I want a sip of your magic potion. <laughs> oh, it was, anyway, sorry for trying to share some personal stories. Tell us about Worst Day Works, yeah? Well, I went out to dinner with my friend who's over from America at the moment, and her ex-boyfriend was a paramedic. And it's such a funny story. He was a paramedic and got fired. Yeah. (laughs) He got fired because he was stuck in traffic and all of a sudden needed to go. And this is a fear. This has happened to a lot of people Mm. when you're sitting in your car and all of a sudden your stomach grumbles and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to poo my pants. It's nature calling. This is a bad Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, it's nature. You're sending the panic text to your partner like, oh, my God, I'm on the motorway. I think I'm going to crap myself. This is the worst day of my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? And then I told her, I don't know if texting is your first <laughs> yeah, yeah, port yeah, of call. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never had that happen. If it distracts you, whatever. Someone. I've got to text someone to tell them about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. And then you get off the motorway wherever you are, and you're like, oh, I made it. Or whatever. I mean, that's hypothetical. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> Sounds like it's happened to you many times. <laughs> Please don't ever text me if you find yourself in <laughs> yeah, that situation. I don't need to know either if it happens or if it's got to happen or hey. you thought it was going to happen. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never happened to me, so I don't know. But anyway, so her ex-boyfriend, he was had one of those moments. He's like, oh, my God, what do I do? I can't, like, crap yeah. myself. I'm wearing my uniform. Oh, so he thinks, what's the logical thing to do here? Text you around my phone. Put the sirens on. Oh, that's just oh. very smart. So he puts the sirens on. Not everyone has that at their disposal. <laughs> no. The cars on the motorway split. And he's like, yes, he's speeding. He's driving as fast as he possibly can back to the paramedic house, whatever the frick they're called. Gets there, explodes. Right. Okay. Everything's happy. Next day he gets to work and gets called into the boss's office. And the boss is like, hi, did you use the sirens yesterday? Yes. What did you use the sirens for? Well, I was going to poo myself, so I do that. Got fired. I got fired. He got fired because you can't use the sirens unless you absolutely have to. I do wonder that. Sometimes you see the sirens and they're like, woo! And then yeah. they just get through the the crowded intersection and they turn the sirens off. 
and keep going. You sure, if I had that, I'd use that for for very evil powers. Well, because I text my sister, because my sister used to be an intensive care paramedic, so one of the big dog paramedics. And I texted her and I said, is it true that if you use your sirens and you don't actually need them, you get fired? And she said, yes, it's a thing. You're only allowed to use well, them in an emergency. Sense. So it's like a worldwide thing. Okay, emergency services. Do you work for them? 0800 the East. You can just call us anonymously. Yeah, of course. Have you ever used the sirens? No one's going to call a commercial radio station and dob themselves in. I'll Maybe. put a voice changer on you. <laughs> we will put a voice. We have one of those. We've got a voice changer. We have one of those. Oh, 800 there. If you ever use the cool. sirens, you didn't actually need to. And uh, then next as well, we're going to test if uh, Jono's deaf, because I think you are. What's what? that? Oh, I knew yeah. you were. <laughs> <laughs> a comedy there. It is the the comedy jokes. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, you got a dilemma. I do. I think I'm going deaf. No, because we wear headphones every day in the radio mm. studio. And then I was at a party on the weekend, and I was like, I'm deaf. I'm tall, like I've been this far away from you. I'm only half a meter away from you, and I was talking to someone. I couldn't understand what they were saying. And you know, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, agree yeah, with everything. And then someone goes, really? And you're like, oh no, yeah. I should agree with I that. I just one. told you my grandma died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> you are though. I always know when you're not listening to me because you just go, yeah. <laughs> and you smile at me, and I'm like, he has not heard what I just said. And I'll say that most of the time you'll go, yeah, yeah. And I go, you didn't hear what I said. And then you go, what? I know, you that's still the haven't worst. heard what I've said. That's the worst when you're like, um, you're having a conversation. I bum- bumped into uh, the guy who used to play Rangi on Shortland Street. It was Blair very, Strang? Yeah, Blair Strang. It was very noisy. And he was going, oh, you got, you had that uh, kid on your show. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what's his name again? And I was like, hey. <laughs> and I didn't know. He's like, oh, anyway. Are you telling the story just to break about how you hung out with Blair Strang <laughs> so, on Shorten Street? There's no point to that story whatsoever. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I love Rangi. He was great on Shorten yeah. Street, but I mean, maybe you could have said TK or I don't know. Blair Strang story. Anyway. Such a great story. I think I'm going deaf. Well, we wanted to test that. Can I sue this company? Can I get some money for this? No. We wanted to test that, actually, because I've got. Uh, your phone here, and I want you to like put some headphones in your in your iPhone, crank it up nice and loud, and Sharon and I will have a conversation. Oh and, yeah! And you can see if you could lip read our conversations. Because I do think I am becoming good at lip reading. You have to when you do. Hey mate, what am I saying right now? I lo- um I don't know if I can repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can. Uh, no. I was trying to think of something funny to say, <laughs> no, but, but it was horrific. <laughs> I don't think our lovely audience need to hear what you were choosing. <laughs> okay. So okay, you crank up some go. music, got music cranked up. Okay. Yep, I might listen to Cardi B. Okay. Well, uh, Still trying to be relatable. We know you're listening to Metallica. <laughs> These is blood shoes. Okay. Okay, oh, I can hear it. It's nice yeah. and loud. Okay. So I can't hear what you're saying. Okay. Okay. What do you think of Jono's hat? Jono today has decided <laughs> to come to work and actually wear clothes today. He actually looks semi-attractive and not homeless today. If I today. was going to do that, I would pay top dollar. <laughs> To well, get that done. But, the, his, like, the other day he wore track pants, but today his, his pants are quite tight. Yes, he's wearing very tight ones. When he walked in, everyone could see his jewels. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite nice when you eat the fruit jubes. <laughs> well, sort of sort of yeah. just bulging out, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, Bondage as well. What was weird was that you couldn't see his... But you could see his... Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And everyone was like, why is there only one of them? Yeah. Yeah, I choke on the reef with them as well. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see him not looking like he's uh, slept on the streets. You know? Do you want to know it's how It's really much... hard to read what Ben's tiny, tiny mouth is saying. <laughs> hey, I know what we could do. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to know 
how much Jono gets paid. Yeah. You want to know how much Jono eats banks? <laughs> then you can find out. Yeah. Jono Pryor yeah. gets paid. Yeah. I do have a very good bag. <laughs> okay. I actually have no idea how much she gets paid. It'll be very sad. Anyway, I was telling anyone how much she got paid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't actually hear you through the glass ceiling, mate. What? Last well, scene, oh, um, I was talking about how quality wasn't thing because I was getting paid more than you, mate. I'm above that glass ceiling. <laughs> how did you get through? <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the edge. Jono's got some hot fire Harry Styles news. Oh, fresh wowsies. from the internet, guys. Fresh from the internet. Mm. Uh, Is it recent? Oh, well, I don't know, mate. I don't know. You know. I hop on the internet once a year, have a little flutter around, <laughs> skim read a couple of articles, and then Jono bring that to you. Jono didn't realise what safari was. He thought it was like some form of animal safari, but he finally figured <laughs> so it out. Very disappointed at the lack of drafts and African wildlife I saw on safari. Uh, no, but Harry Styles, you know him and you love him, or you might not love him. I don't care. I'm not I, the boss of I you. I love him. Do you? Yeah, I like Harry Styles. He's got, he's got quite a cocky vibe about him, but I like what? it. What? You know, he's quite sort of like, yeah. I'm Harry Styles. But I like that. That's good. That's good. You need I, confidence in his he's game. He's one of those guys that can pull off like an open neck shirt, you yeah. know, like four or five buttons deep, you know, yeah. with no no top on underneath. Oh, I can't do that. That's Ben's dream. That's my dream. He has tried so no, hard no. and it does not work. <laughs> I'm like a one button at the most sort of guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, every time he goes three or four buttons down, you're like, oh, he's still going through puberty. <laughs> oh. You know, there's no hairs on the yeah. chest. There's but, nothing. So there's a new TV show coming out. This is a bit of a long story. So I'll try not to make a long story. There's a new TV show coming out that his friend is the writer and producer of and creator of. This is Harry Styles. Yeah. And it's about a guy who lives in the attic of his friend's house. And it was based on Harry Styles, his mate, who lived in his attic for months. Really? Got like a sick- reverse Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Got sick of living civic- sick of living in a mansion. He's like, I just want some normality. Oh, this was after he was famous. This wasn't yeah. like where he was... So he's Harry Styles. Like, he's Harry Styles Styles. <laughs> he's like, I want some normality, so I want to sleep in your attic. <laughs> All right, mate. He said it for months. No one knew he was I'll there. I'll charge you $4 million a month rent. <laughs> Lots of celebrities do weird stuff like that. I suppose you try to, you just want to be normal, don't you? Like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have this real beat up car and they just drive it so that paparazzi don't think, oh, that'd be a celebrity, but it's just like a crappy car they got for like two grand. You you had a story. Sorry, Sharon, for ignoring your story. I've got nothing to say about okay. that. That's all right. It was kind of off topic anyway. Yeah, it's a good chipping. No, it's all right. Chipping. Let's talk about the sleeping arrangements again. Yeah, well, I knew we, you knew we were talking about those, well, but I you know. somehow veered off into a beat-up car. Sorry. Okay. I, I, <laughs> well, Ashton and Mila slept in the car. Yeah, that was their time. sleeping arrangement. They yeah. drive it into their bedroom, yeah. and yeah. that was yeah. I clearly stated this was about sleeping arrangements. <laughs> so, so what do you want to know this you're afternoon? Taking it upon yourself. So do we want to know <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird sleeping arrangements? Weird sleeping arrangements. Thank you, Ben. For like, you bring it up. Have you slept in an attic? Have you slept in Ashton Kutcher's car? I slept on a floor next to Jono and his wife once. Okay. Remember? We didn't know she was there. (laughs) (laughs) It was very unusual. We woke up. (laughs) No, it was. We went away to. um, We went away to a um, fortieth for a tour. Yeah. Yeah, And I slept. uh, We slept on a mattress on the floor about two minutes away from Joe and Jen, (laughs) and they'd gone to sleep before us. I'm surprised the TV wasn't on. Because Jen, Jen sleeps with the TV on every night, and I've become used to it over the years. What? My lovely lady, and she watches every night. Sex in the city. Sex in the city. So I subconsciously, I've never watched it with my eyes, subconsciously <laughs> I've digested every episode of Sex yeah, like, in the oh, City. Samantha's what? up to no good. She's got a very healthy libido, Samantha. <laughs> yeah, she does. So you you have never watched an actual episode, but you just know what happens because you've listened to it. You've slept to it. I've, well, like, you're, you're awake when you go to sleep, obviously. So hmm. I've seen parts of it. I've seen Big. He, he turns up every now and then, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. On and off again, Big. So and then night's... I go to sleep and then I sort of wake up and I'm just hearing like Samantha, like, <laughs> someone buddy diving down on Samantha. <laughs> you know you can turn it off, though, <laughs> if Jen's 
sleep. But no, but then that would wake her up. Was it really? Yeah, wake her like, up? A, like a baby with white noise. Like, you turn the white noise really on. Really, would it wake her up? Yeah. Have you tried that? Yeah. Yeah, well, it should, it should be like, yeah, turn that on. We, I've, I've come used to it now. I quite like it's quite comforting. Quite comforting hearing all the uh, cast of Sex in the City bloody having sex in the city. <laughs> enjoying Do you have weird, sexy dreams? No. No, I just wake up and I'm like, oh, they're, they're at it again, having another lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you say you're a Samantha, a Charlotte, a Miranda or a Carrie? No, I'm probably the ginger. Miranda? Yeah. I think, I think she's quite like she's going through some tough stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll wait under the edge. Unusual sleeping arangements. All right, do you sleep with the TV on or you uh, like that? Like Jono, would you sleep in an attic like Harry Styles? Love to hear from you this afternoon. It is the edge. From the century that brought you flip phones, Von Dutch cabs and mean girls. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Feel a little love. It is Edge, Jono, Ben and Sharon. We're talking about unusual sleeping arrangements after Jono discovered Harry Styles. And this was quite recently. Uh, slept in his friend's attic. Just wanted to be normal. Sleep in an attic. Uh, now Which God, is not normal. Like, if he wanted to be normal, he could sleep in the spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be a more a better scenario. Yeah. Or it's like rent a house. Yes, yeah, Harry like Styles. A, a, a normal area. Yeah. He's sort of living the life of a bat. <laughs> a guy I knew um, at broadcasting school that was about um, six weeks to go and he had to leave his flat. So he decided to make a bed in the in the roof and he lived up there on the at roof. At radio school? Yeah, for like about four weeks until he finally got discovered by a security guard oh one night. Oh yeah, a little, little, little room up there. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> get the, the being caught would be embarrassing. It's like Callie on Grey's Anatomy. She used to live in the dungeon of the hospital of Seattle Grace back in the day. <laughs> there was a, I remember someone calling the radio show once when, and they used to do a bed sharing thing. So they'd lived in a flat in Dunedin and yeah. apparently it's quite common where rent's really expensive so two dudes will just share a bed. And they'll just sleeping bag it. Or if somebody wants to bring someone home, then they whoever is first and first served texts the other one. The other one has to sleep on the couch that night. Oh, really? But yeah, they just they both share a bed. They also I share bed do bugs that. Too, It'd be they? like if you guys were trying to save money on rent, and you guys just rented a room out in a flat, and you just came and went because. You know, and you just sleep together. You're only in your room to sleep. It would work okay if you're shift workers working yeah. opposite the end of yeah. the day. You could share a bed. Which is oh, a big tight thing. ass, tight ass Ben. You mm, can see this ticking over in his head. I think all the time during the day that I'm not in my bed at home, I could be renting it out. <laughs> you could be doing it. You could be doing it <laughs> right now if you want to rent out my bedroom. Hope is. No, I think someone's in there, bro. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, it's your wife's boyfriend. <laughs> Hope's on 0800 the edge right now. Hope, what is your brother's weird sleeping arrangement? So when he was about 20, moved out of home and um, there wasn't a room available for like another month, but he wanted to be with his mates anyway. And so they made him sleep in the bath. What? <laughs> so he made a bed. Was, was there a shower over the bath or anything where he had to take yes, his bed? There was, yep. So he just had to unmake his bed every day? Yep. He had to get up early in the morning for when people wanted to have showers and stuff. But then, because he was um, waiting to get into the army, so we would just always have a joke saying, oh, you're just getting ready to sleep on the ground anyway, so mm. it doesn't really matter. You don't give AF when you're 20, do you? No. You love it. Like, you could do any. You could sleep on a... So I was trying to think of a cool example, and I can't quite know, <laughs> but can't. I know what you mean. You, you could can't. sleep on a... I still can't think of a cool example. <laughs> That's quite good. I just like seeing you flounder. Yeah. Some, some people in flats, they get those, uh, those slats that they... You know, when you go out the back of a supermarket and then there's whack a mattress over the top. Oh, they use them as a base. Things. Yeah. yeah right. A lot of people use them as a base now. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's it's a, a very hipster options. thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Ben, where's the weirdest place you've slept? 
Oh, he's never passed out in his dungeon, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't actually. You fled, did you go to uni in Otago? Is that you? No, it's Christ, I was in Christchurch. Christchurch. Yeah, I was trying mm. to think. Yeah. Actually, can you take us uh, on a tour of your dungeon? Can I what? Can you take us on a tour of your dungeon? You we would love. I don't to go have on a, a dungeon. dungeon. I have a garage. You can come. You can go to my garage if you want. Nice dungeon, this, is, this is just clearly a effect on our voices. What's that weird bit over there with the nails on it? Don't break the whip sound effect. Oh, is that the whip that got you on the. Who's this over here? What's the safe word, buddy? Jelly beans. Hey, is it, why do all these pants only have a hole in the back? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is right. This is not like sound effects, car. This is not. This is like I appreciate the work you've gone through. This is ruby in here. Sounds lovely. Why is there so much spilled milk? What do we do with this jar of petroleum jelly? What's the deep heat for? Out of my hamstrings. Hey, well, thanks well, thanks for the director of the dungeon, Benny. You're welcome. You're welcome back any time. A swing seems a weird place to sleep. Pick yourself up a goodie bag on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Well, we've all seen it. We've seen the billboards. We've seen the TV ads. And I got a question. You know that skinny campaign? I saw one the other day and it was like, skinny is the best thing I've ever seen. Michael Jordan or Sarah Jessica Parker Yeah, or Michael like J. That. Fox, Restar, but all these people say stuff, But it right? says that they're from like Rotorua or something. Are these real, or do you reckon they've just made up? Oh, that had to be real. That had to be real. They couldn't just use those people's names. Do you reckon there's a Michael J. Fox in New Zealand? Well, they'd have to. Or Sarah Jessica Parker. They'd get sued, wouldn't they? By going, by using someone's uh, famous person's name and not saying, yeah, that's legal speak. Yeah, I I saw it and I was like, this is very, very clever. Like, I loved the idea of it. And then I saw the Reese Darby one and I was like, oh, shady, because he was the two degrees guy and now he's on a skinny billboard, but it's a different guy. They would have to. They would have to go around and find people with those names or convince schmucks to change their name by Depot or something. Oh, yeah, you could just get people to do that, right? I don't know why I called them schmucks. It was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably, a little bit, uh, yeah, little bit intense. Was, yeah. Should we throw it out there? Because we don't know. 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Were you on the skinny mobile ad? There's a TV ad with like Ben Affleck and um, Julia Roberts, I think, on that. And people with Sarah famous Jessica names. Sarah Jessica Parker, Reese Darby, Mike, you, Michael yeah. Jordan. Or did you just a have a people. famous name? 0800 The Edge as well. Are you actually people? Ooh. We could be exposing a whole big thing well, here. Well, because that's the thing is that have they just said it and hoping no one will question it or are these actually people? Because I knew there was like a New Zealand Brad Pitt, but I'm like, is there really a Sarah Jessica Parker? Someone's texting 3343, skinny ad is real. There was a post on Facebook recruiting people. <gasps> wow. Mm. Really? From, from Skinny still, Mobile. That could be, that could be <laughs> a cover. Covering our ass. It could be a cover. Well, let's actually, let's go to 800 The Edge right now. Edge, hello. What do you know? Uh, g'day, I'm Ben Affleck from Dunedin. Were you on the ad? Yeah, I sure am. That's no! no! Okay, so wow. is it real? Is it real or did you get paid to legally change your name? Oh, I wish I got paid to legally change it, but it's real. So your name is Ben Affleck? It sure is. What is it like? like everyone if, else is in the ad. Do you, use to, do you use it as like a pickup line or anything? Uh, 
Well, no, usually I try to avoid it, to be honest, because I can't be bothered with the inevitable chat about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm a big disappointment when I turn up on a Tinder date and they think they're meeting Ben Affleck. <laughs> so have you, uh, so you, how did you, this skinny thing come about? Did, did you get paid for it? Did you audition for it? What happened? Um, it was just an ad on Facebook and, yeah, I just applied, had an audition and they were basically just looking for regular blokes. Wow. Uh, they said I read my lines too comfortably and wanted to awkward me up a bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. and so it's do you, did, was there a lot of ass covering from their end? Because if the real Ben Affleck finds out about this, he's not going to be happy? I would imagine so, but we don't get to know all the little details. Details? Ben Affleck's like, I've got people for that now. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so the Ben oh. Affleck one is real. Someone texts through uh, to 3343. Sarah Jessica Parker works as a horse hoof trimmer in West Auckland. True story. And someone else backed that up saying it's their horse farrier. Well, there we go. So who's on the phone here? Oh, 800 The Edge. Are we on the skinny ad? Hello? Who's this? What? Who is this? Hello? Is this uh, Michael Jordan? This is oh. Michael Jordan. <laughs> so you were, you're also on the skinny ad, are you? Yeah, I was. And your real name is Michael Jordan? Yes. As a <laughs> lover of 90s basketball, you've got the greatest name. Yeah. That is, so, that is so exciting. We've actually got, got someone here. the best name, um, but doesn't have the multis and multis millions of dollars. <laughs> it wasn't in Space Jam. We've actually got someone here who people may recognise. He was on Seven Days on Friday. The comedian Sam Smith has called through, and he reckons that he auditioned for this ad. So, Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And, you, and is it true? Did you audition or what? I did audition for this ad, and I was so confident <laughs> I was going to get a part in this ad that was made for me. And so I, I waltzed on in, and I was like, hey, I got this. I'm a professional comedian. Okay, yeah, I'm you had a, so a, good for this. An air of confidence about you. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, so, I was so confident that during the audition, they said, hey, can you do it a bit less confident? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And then, and then you didn't make the cut. And then, yeah, as for the ad, they didn't want um, four-time Grammy Award-winning artist Sam Smith. Oh. <laughs> or you, comedian Sam Smith. Sam was actually the warm-up guy for Dancing with the Stars, and every week he just, he just talked about his disgust for the singer Sam Smith stealing his oh, name. I hate him so much. He's so, why won't he just cheer up? That's hey. what I want to know. <laughs> Sam. Thank you, Sam. Someone who did get on the ad has just phoned up as well. Who have we got here? Uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Oh, what a name. You stole Sam's part, Clint. Uh, yeah, I know. I wanted to ride that horse, Clint. I had to phone in today, so... Oh, good on you. Well, there we have it. The ad is real, and the ad doesn't like the comedian Sam Smith, which we love very much. Wow, the only radio show to ever get Ben Affleck, Clint Eastwood, Sam Smith, and, and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan all in, the, like, four minutes. Wow, we... <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Oh, guys. I'm really battling here. It's because of my parents. Oh, crap. What's time? Quarter past. Oh. They might parents. be listening. Yeah, my parents listen in the car at this exact time. Sorry, Mum and Dad. Maybe turn the radio down or you might get bad feelings. What's up, Mary Ellen? What about my dad? What's up, Grunter? <laughs> so, my parents have ruined my life. And they've ruined my life. Because whenever I try to do a diet or just try to eat clean or just, you know, be a bit more healthy, I can't do it. I can do it for the entire day until after I've had dinner. And then every single night after I've had dinner, it starts. 
the itching feeling, the, oh, I can't go to bed without it. And if I go to bed without it, then I lie in bed and I'm like, oh, why didn't I do that? And if I don't have one there, I've got the itching feeling to get in my car and go to the dairy. And that itching feeling is for an ice cream after my dinner. Because so many people, when you're younger, to get you to finish your dinner... Your parents say, if you finish it, you'll have ice cream. You get dessert, yeah. Yeah, and so that was me in our, in our house. Like, if you finish all of that, you can have an ice cream. It was like, yes, and we would get to pick the flavour. We'd have turns, the three of us. My sisters and I would go to the supermarket. We'd pick a flavour. That was the flavour for that week. Oh, Thanks for like, sister. Yeah, nothing like a post-dinner ice cream. I know, and because yeah. I've had it my entire <laughs> life, I literally cannot mm. not have an ice cream after dinner. And we- I've tried... Substitutes. They've ruined it for you. They've ruined it. Yeah. Ben, you're, you're not a cake guy. Are you an ice cream person? No, not no, not a big ice no, cream person. No, he's just able to have like a stick of celery or something <laughs> after dinner. A piece but, of fruit. Yeah, a nice piece yeah. of fruit. But this is it. I've tried, I've tried to do... <laughs> like pizza. a vegan, vegan bloody paleo-bought nut. I've tried to do the coconut ice cream, the coconut yogurt. I've tried to do all the healthy options. Make my own sorbet. Sorbet. Sorbet, you're from Timaru. You say sorbet. I like to say sorbet. But anyway, I, I, honestly, they've ruined me. For I my don't know if they've ruined your life. I feel like it was overdramatic, but I, get, I guess but what you mean. They've ruined me because it's, I can't do anything to eat healthy because I have to have an ice cream. It's honestly the highlight of my day. Every day when I put the baby to bed, he's going to sleep, I walk downstairs. Smashing and I, an ice cream. I unwrap a trumpet and I'm like, <laughs> I say to Bryce, this is the best part of my day. Every single day. So every maybe, do you know night. how long you've been talking about ice cream for? <laughs> you haven't stopped talking about ice cream. Honestly, you haven't I, taken a breath for two and a half minutes. Honestly, all I can think about now, I can almost yeah, we taste understand. it. It's my nightly trumpet that I have in front of the in front of the TV. Yeah, like, we, no, we get it. We get it. We get you want an ice cream every night. We've, we've been punishing cone. us with it. But like, a different flavour I could have whipped out to the dairy and bought you an ice cream, and you'd still be talking I about ice cream. I drown in ice cream, so I don't need to hear the story. Because when I went to the dairy the other morning, I give her an ice cream to shut her up. I went to the dairy the other morning. Get my weekly trumpets, and the dairy guy goes to me. Somebody's here for their trumpets. I was like, "You better bloody believe it!" And I bought my trumpets. And God, how many times you told this story to that guy? I've never told them. He just shut up. Okay. What do you want to do, Sharon? What do you want to do with this? Going. How have your parents ruined your life? What's the bad habit they've got you into that's ruined you forever? I will never give my son an ice cream after dinner. Something you won't forget. Yeah, we'll be talking lighthearted. This is a lighthearted commercial. No, I don't want you to ring up and tell us like something traumatizing. Oh, my dad had a rampant gambling addiction. (laughs) Left me in the car park at the casino. (laughs) We want to know your stories. No bleak stuff like that. That's not boring. That's horrible. Bad story. Bad things. Bad habits that your parents have got you into. Hannah, how was it for you, babe? Oh, good. I had a great, great childhood. Yeah. But uh, I blame my parents for making me a chronic overeater. I got programmed at a young age to like, finish everything in front of me. You know, you put it on your plate, you eat it, and now I can't go without finishing everything I see in front of me. Even if so, you're super, super full, will you just keep going yeah. until your plate's empty? Hard out. It's, it's terrible. It's <laughs> 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 I eat the knives, the forks, the plate, everything. It's so hard, though, when it's something yummy, too. You just want to, you really yeah, want to get rid sure. of it. Well, that's a goodie, Hannah. Annabella, how did your parents ruin your life? Pick me. Yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, don't apologise, mate. You hear the shit we put out every day? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the highlight of the show so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, my parents are health freaks, and so is my little sister. So at any given chance that I get to not eat at home or, or like, at home sneak unhealthy food, and I will, and I am a 
huge binge eater of unhealthy food now. Mm. It's so yeah, and they don't re- you don't realize until it's too late. And then you you're down that tunnel of ice cream or junk food or whatever it is. Someone six in three three four three. Uh, bad habit. I now only I use a towel once and I have to wash it. Mum only used towels once. Oh. Straight in the washing machine. Another one here. My parents are obsessed with cups of tea. I have ten to twenty cups of tea a day. Just have a cup of tea. It's amazing how many t- teas your parents can have, eh? Oh, they never get sick of it. <laughs> no. Antonia, what was a bad habit your parents got you into? Yeah, so my mum ruined noise for me. So as an adult, if I hear anything, I wake up. Um, my partner hates it because he can sleep through anything. Sounds so, like you yeah. need a white noise machine in your room, babes. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. parents yeah. my parents were mimes. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan, yours is quite different to everybody else's. How did your parents uh, ruin your life? Oh, well, no, it's uh, pretty... Well, no, yeah, it is a bit wrong. Um, okay, my uh, my dad uh, slept with my girlfriend and, um, yeah, there's only one way he ruined me, so I keep... Um, Sleeping with his girlfriend. <gasps> oh my god! god. Are, you, are, you, are you doing it now? Well, not yeah. hopefully yeah, not yeah. now. Oh. Now <laughs> it'd be good radio if you were. <laughs> not not quite right now, but um, no, maybe later on. Um, no, yeah. So I've been doing it well, for the last oh, a few months anyway. Does your dad know yet? Oh, I don't know, but oh well, he'll be right. Does he know that you know that he slept with your girlfriend? Yes. Oh. And does. The girlfriend never say that you and your dad are quite similar in any way. I've always wondered if that's some stuff, Jeanette. <laughs> um, well, no, not that I've heard. Wow. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think we can top that one. Uh, that is, <laughs> wow, that makes yeah. my ice cream look a bit pathetic. <laughs> Your ice cream every night. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Jono's got some ghost news for us. Uh, listen, you know sometimes you throw some stuff up. This is like, I reckon this is a very unobtainable thing I'm going to ask for here, but mm-hmm. if it comes through... Probably be a high point, so we're probably, we can retire from what we're doing. But uh, there's a lady who uh, is in the UK. She went to Australia. She met an Australian ghost. She fell in love with that Australian ghost. She met an Australian ghost. Are you sure, ghost. She sure it wasn't just like a real pale guy? Like you, Jono. Yeah, could have been you. <laughs> like, this could be your wife going... I'm, I'm... You look kind of like Mr Burns' ghost on The Simpsons. <laughs> Uh, a less healthier version of Mr. Bear. You know the alien that came out? Oh, yeah, Could have yeah. just been you. Yeah. Um, hey, well, thanks for that, guys. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, no, we, love you. we love you, mate. Um, Wait, well, think- no, you can't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> say that I look a sick version of Mr. Burns. You oh, Sharon said that, but I said you You do, but we still love you. We okay. still love you. Because we, we hear you got cool stuff that we could get in a will. Yeah. Okay. So, um... This, what was I talking about? You railroaded me. Oh, yeah. So the lady went to Australia. She meets a ghost. She falls in love with the ghost. They share a moment of passion. Oh, passionate embrace of the ghost. She then goes. She then goes back to the UK. Hops on a talk show. You can still feel it. Like it felt. It's kind. It's difficult to explain. Like kind of a weight, but at the same time weightless, and like a physical. There's the breath and stroking and the energy as well. I think the energy was a lot to do with it. Do you feel a connection? So this is what happens when you make love to a ghost. Sure, she didn't just drop some acid. No, she 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 is absolutely certain she has done this. I waited and waited for a while, and then I got a little bit worried. I thought maybe I'd scared it off by being too keen. Oh, okay. And then, sort of, just as I'd given up hope and was starting to fall asleep, it came to me, and I had sex with the so, ghost. Wasn't there like an Australian band that did a song, an album called "Sleeping with Ghosts," like placebo or something? Like maybe she just got that confused. So she's gone back. To another country now, back away from yeah, she's Australia. She's back in the UK. Did Remember the there ghost used to be with her? There's a ghost. There's a ghost. Like she's got, and, and she says she wants to have a baby with the ghost but too. Actually, there's case studies where people have done a bit of research, and there's 
trying to think how to explain. But there is sort of possibilities that it could actually be maybe the ghost of a child within you, but people don't know how to carry it on to full time kind oh of thing. Oh my god. Yeah, Has she been watching one. Casper or something? <laughs> yeah. Like She's, she didn't have... Like, I believe in ghosts, but she did not make love to a ghost. I remember there used to be a show, Late Night on Sky Television, <laughs> when I was growing up as a prepubescent teen uh, and just experimenting with life. And it was called... Um what was it called? Manuel. Emmanuel. <laughs> and do you remember Emmanuel? No, and it was we're like, not all sibony. It was a no, it was a, he was a ghost, but he'd go around making uh, mad passionate love to Some ladies. Some of the story. Like, but you would never story. see him. So it was just them, you know, doing it. So they everything. saved quite a lot on budget, did they? Because they didn't have a They didn't pay for a, a lead actor. A, a male actor. He was a ghost. He was a ghost. I all just, consensual. It was all about bull. I was going to say it sounds a little. Uh, no, I just don't believe that. I just I, I don't believe this one because I, I was talking the other week about sleep paralysis and you you you, you experience weird stuff when you have sleep paralysis. I wonder if she's just had that. And yeah, she's maybe. been having a sexy dream and she's got the two confused. So what do you want to know this afternoon? You want to know is anyone wanna, made out with a ghost? Is, yes, that what you is know, anyone just, is anyone listening to this show right now made out with a ghost? No <laughs> one. We've got five phone lines and not one of them is going to ring. Okay, Nobody has had sex with a no, ghost. Yeah, and. Oh, Why would they share it with us? So we can ridicule them. Why? No, 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 no. I won't ridicule If you have made out with a ghost or you think you've made out with a ghost, there'll be no judgment here. We'll just listen to your story. <laughs> what if it's your wife calling because you're quite ghostly? <laughs> Sorry. I love you, though. <laughs> 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 we'll get to that next. I mean, you've got a really weird face, but I love you, though. Hello, 800 years, 3343. No one's going to call. No, Don't okay. bother giving Don't out the phone number. Have Don't you made bother. out with a ghost? What are you doing? This is the weirdest thing we've done. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Amy. Yes. Not you, but your husband made love to a ghost. Tell oh, us more about it. Oh, what he said. Apparently, yes. <laughs> okay, tell us his story. So, I don't know all the ins and outs, but apparently he worked Don't use at a that bar. phrase. <laughs> <laughs> he worked at a bar and I guess was hanging out with these two girls and end of the night, bar shuts down and he ends up having sex with the two of them in the bar and then... They go to the bathroom, and um, one of them comes out, and he said, well, where's your friend? And she was like, what are you talking about? And he said, the other girl that you've been with. And she had absolutely no idea who he was talking about. He went into the bathroom. There was no other person in the bathroom. And he says that he had sex with a ghost. How drunk drunk was he? He was at a bar, though, so yeah. Apparently, he wasn't really that drunk. Oh, my goodness. That well, is... colour me surprised. Yeah. I, I actually kind of believe, but I'm also kind of like... Ah. And Simone. Yes? You made... You, you, uh, what was the nice way you put it? Made being? out with a ghost. You made out with a ghost. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My, my yes. Tell us the story. Well, I was, I was in a long-term relationship, and um, um, unfortunately he passed away. But, um, yeah, he still visits me every now and then and uh, lets me finish, as you suppose. Yeah. Really? Wow. I so have... what does it feel like? Like, What are you doing when this is taking place, just lying there? I honestly have no words. <laughs> You're just lying there? Yeah. Yeah, like I get some good sensations and... Is it like a... Is are it you really? sure it's not just like... like a dream or something? Yeah, are you like... sure it's not just like, you know, a W dream? No, definitely sure it's fun. Does he kiss you? No, like, how does this work? Like, are you awake or you're asleep or? I'm awake and I can. So does he just I... kind of come up your body and he's like, ooh, <laughs> and then like how did it? Plate as a vivid reenactment. Well, like I just 
sort of know he's there. You know, you get some some things, mm. but, you know, little notes to know that he's in the room. And then, you know, I get a bit excited and then he comes closer and, yeah. And you can see him? Not, no. But you can kind of sense he's there. He's there. Wow. Says, do, and so do you kiss him back? Is your tongue like going, <laughs> No. So there's no kissing, it's just like... No just like Just what, he's, he's there. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, the, hey, thank hey. you for sharing that with us. Hey, you two, you two, you and I ben, was a non-believer. You shocked me, you, you mocked me. I, well, I just thought this was very, a very unusual Wait, thing to throw out, but hang I, on. I appreciate everyone that called us up and talked to us about that. Sorry to interrupt you, Ben, I didn't mean to talk over you, but I'm just, I am just need to ask one more question. Have you got a new partner, or do you feel like this is going to hold you back from having a new relationship? Have you still gone um, in a ghost? I haven't thought about it. Don't have a new partner, but it's not. I don't know. It, it just sort of happens, and you know, I'm not. Yeah. You know what? There'll be people. There'll be people going. That's weird. That's unusual. But I think that's a beautiful thing. Well, it's kind of cool that you yeah. that you're still connected. That you're still. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, good on you, Simone. Wow. Thank, hey, thank you, you so calling. much, Simone. Have Cheers. a good day. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge.